It's Comets Insider. From down there on the ice, who do you think really made a difference in the first period? Definitely the hockey players, Chrissy. They were the ones who got all the scores. And then you got the goalie wearing every pad in the world uh, and baseball gloves. He's working very hard, too. This is Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop. Utica Comets Insider with Scoop. With rain, we are at Swifties. I'm getting a wicked echo. And, okay, that would have thrown me off. There's no way I could have stayed focused. It's gone. Utica Comets Insider is live at Swifties on Genesee Street on ESPN Utica Rome with Utica Comets Zach Lynch joining Scoop and I. The Utica Green Men are down here tonight. And it was a little controversy Friday night, and so we're glad to have them here. It was the, the, the water bottle squirting heard round the world, so we've got to get to the bottom of this. And it makes it more intriguing because it was Tom Sestito, who is from Rome, which is 15 minutes away from where we're sitting right now. So, ah, I guess the green men got under his skin a little bit. Yeah, he, got, he definitely got in his, in his head. But we're going to talk to them at about probably 7.30 or so. We're going to spend a, a couple of segments here with Zach Lynch. Number 39, right wing, shoots right, hometown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Undrafted out of, wait a minute, I, I lost my sheet. Vermont? Uh, no, Robert Morris University. Oh. I, that, was a, that was a typo on my part oh, that okay. I realized on the way over here. Did I get that all right? That's correct, yes. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. You have contributed. You sandwiched an unfortunate loss and a shutout to the Syracuse Crunch with a goal on Friday and another goal on yesterday. Scoop said it right off the bat when you walked in. You get here from Manchester, and you immediately contribute. So how do you feel? Oh, well, uh it's a good feeling, uh, jumping into a new lineup, new group of guys, and being able to contribute right away. And I uh, feel like you're a part of the team right off the bat. So to be able to, to get a couple goals early uh, has been good for my confidence, get the monkey off the back early, and, and just roll from here. The Friday nights was your first as a comment. Correct. And then so you now you've got two. So now you're filling up the stat sheet. And former teammate uh, Matt Leitner was signed as a corresponding move with Ashton Sautner getting the call up to Vancouver. You're very familiar and former and teammates with him there, now teammates here. He also picked up his first goal as a comment. Yeah, I played with him a lot last year, and, and then all this year uh, we've been line mates and everything, so it was good to see him get, get a call up as well. And uh, he's, he's played probably, I think, 30 AHL games, but that was his first AHL goal, so it was good to see for him. Are you, are you happy for your friend, your teammate, your line mate, or yourself? Oh, no, definitely for him. I, I, I know the feeling to get the first goal, so I was very happy for him. Yeah, you know, all of 24 hours or 48 hours that it took, right? Yeah. That's crazy. It was nutty yesterday because all PTO guys getting all the goals for the Comets, and that has been the key to our season is the PTO guys and their contribution. It's, it was a 27, I think, is the number we've had uh, over the course of the season. I think I read earlier. It's pretty impressive. Then you go to a game... We, you know, we really got to win two out of three over the weekend, and it's all the PTO guys who score the goals. Yeah, I know Chernichan was one. As he's got seven through. goals now. Yeah, Chernichan got one. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got the crunch uh, recap of the shutout game. It's so interesting the stuff they put out in a press release, as opposed to you know what I mean. Depending on which side of the of the win or the loss that you're right. on. Uh, Simonelli, Frankie Simonelli got one. Chernichan got one. Yeah, it's been. It's been a strange season with well over a hundred, well over a hundred transactions. I can't stress that enough this year. In what's been called even around hockey, others are noticing it's been an unprecedented number of PTO guys chipping in for a handful of games, or or even more in some instances. Uh, how is the locker room right now? Because 
with a lot of the other roster transactions, we've talked about this throughout the course of the season, you know, players getting injured or called up to Vancouver, you're constantly seeing so much flux on the roster that it's tough to find lines that can gel and get a chance to really work together. But somehow, we clinched a playoff spot yesterday. No, I think that's what speaks so highly of the the core group of guys here in Utica and, and the leadership. The Myself, every other guy that has stepped in, uh, they feel right at home. The, the leadership uh, points them in the right direction, and they're able to step right in and contribute and help out the team. So I, I think it speaks a lot of the leadership in that locker room and making everyone feel comfortable right away. And uh, It's definitely noticeable that uh, it's, it's a tight team there, whether it's new guys every week, but... They fit right in right off the bat. Jumping up from the ECHL to the a- to the AHL, you know, you've got a couple of goals now. Were you surprised to be able, you know, with the production, did you, you probably didn't know what role you were going to have necessarily here and kind of work in and practice and things like that, but you proved it. You proved in Manchester. I mean, I think you had 22 goals, right? I mean, you proved that you can put the puck in the net. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's a big step, uh, but I spent time in Springfield last year, so I, yeah. I, I had my time in the AHL last year, so I knew what it took and everything I, I didn't know what role i was going to get here and and that's just something when you get here uh you, you do it what what you can with what you have and i've been fortunate enough to be given some pretty good opportunities here and, and play with some good players so scoop uh many people might not realize this but zach lynch was a finalist for the hobie baker award so uh you're used to kind of having your name out there in the press there, there's expectation when you have your name lumped in in that category of players that that quality of players on the college level many move on and succeed at the next level yeah uh, i had a good college career came from a smaller school smaller smaller conference there in atlanta hockey conference but uh uh, I played with a lot of good players there. Uh, Cody Wido, uh, he was a Hobie Baker at the same school before me the year before. So uh, it was it was good to, to follow that up. And obviously a, a humbling award there, uh, or at least acknowledgement. So uh, it's, it's, been, it's been a good couple of years so far. You clearly haven't let it get to your head, I, I swear. Who among the Comets veterans has been the most helpful so far to you? Uh, that's tough. I mean, uh, it's hard to pick just one or two but uh i mean cyphers and hamilton have have been real good to me just helped me out along the way obviously i've been playing with hamilton the past couple nights so he uh he's definitely helped a lot and i I roomed with cyphers and darcy my first couple road trips so just even off the ice and uh away from the rink they're they're just great guys make you feel right at home make you feel comfortable how does the whole uh team and the chemistry amongst uh, everybody on the team compared to other teams you've been a part of no, it, like like I said, and I'm not just saying this because I'm here. It, it's one of the the tightest groups, one of the best chemistries I've been around. I, I've only been around three pro teams, but here you you see a difference. It's everyone's treated well, and everyone gets along really well, and it's it's really fun to be a part of. It's not lip service though, because every PTO player that has come through and and talked to us. You know, when we ask a similar type of question, says the same thing. And I don't think that everybody gets together and goes, okay, here's the answer when you go talk to those guys. When you draw the short straw and you have to come over here and do this interview, you know what I mean? As we always like to say. But it really is a, it's, it's a character organization. I've noticed that. It's, it's a hardworking, blue-collar type of team. And everybody always says, and I'm sure the philosophy comes down from Travis to Trent, but it's you want to be a tough team to play against by doing the dirty work and the detail work in the corners. Absolutely. And it's, it's not just the players. It is the staff. It's the equipment staff. Everyone is friendly. Everyone is, has fun. 
it's just a fun atmosphere to be around, and I'm very fortunate to be here. What did Coach Cole have to say after last night's game? You've clinched a spot in the Calder Cup playoffs. Still some season to go. Uh, I'm curious what his message to the team was or if he's even looking ahead to that yet. I mean, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say what we did after, but... We, there was, there was, a little, was there a little bit of celebration? The bus did make a quick stop for a meeting okay. at, right there in Binghamton, and we hung out, <laughs> hung out for a couple hours and, and celebrated. So, uh, no, it was, it was a great time uh, right after the bus stop and the, the meeting we had there. So the, the boys had a lot of fun. There is absolutely no innuendo involved in that. <laughs> I firmly believe that you guys sat down, broke down film, and, and had a, a very important business meeting. You know what? You had handed this to me earlier, and you brought up the playoff scoop, but it seems like the only everybody that's qualified for the playoffs so far is in the north. With one exception is, yeah, it's in the north. It's in this division. Speaks to the quality of the play. That's exactly where I'm going with this. I mean, and there's two more against the Crunch. There's two more against Toronto in the nine games remaining. You've clinched, but you can't sit back and get lazy for the next nine games. You've got to... I mean, you got to play 100 the old 110%. You guys have got to stay at the top of your game or you're going to you're going to get blasted when you get into the first couple of games in the playoffs to get your legs back under you. Absolutely. It's these are playoff games right now. The it's going to be teams we're going to be seeing in the playoffs and it's we still have a chance to move up, I think a spot or two in yeah. in the standings here. So, yeah, all these games are still they're still massive and they're going to be treated like playoff games. I know. I don't know if you're at liberty to say, but has that been addressed by Coach Call? In other words, let's let's not take the pedal off. You know, the, the foot off the pedal. Let's let's floor it. Let's keep playing hard. Let's keep playing Comets hockey. No, it's. I mean, it's taken game by game. Uh, uh, it's pretty much uh, not need to be talked about. Everyone kind of gets it at this point that every game is huge and and you can't take it lightly. No team. No. Uh, so, yeah, from here on out, I think everyone is well aware of what's at stake. What was said, if I looked at the stat sheet right, you got the win yesterday, but you only got like 14 shots on goal. Did Coach have anything to say about that? I don't know how accurate that was. I think we got a little hometown. Yes, but, uh, okay. But, yeah, we definitely didn't get as many shots as we wanted to. Uh, but when it came down to it, we, we bared down and, and blocked a lot of shots at the end, and we gave up more chances than we wanted to. We didn't want it to be that close after we had it 4-1 to one and 4-2, to two, but uh, when it came down to it, we, we got the job done and, and sealed the win. The weekend was bookended by these games where you jumped out to a lead and kind of set the tone. Yet Saturday night, you know, a lucky bounce, maybe you get a win there too. But that was a decidedly different kind of game, uh, and you talk about your playoff intensity, that's a game that had that. Yeah, that was that was a fun game to play in. I mean, both teams had their chances. The goalies came up big, but, and it came down to a, a lucky bounce, a, a crappy bounce for us, and that's what's going to happen in playoff hockey is a bounce here and there. But I think we played the right way that game, did all the right things, and that translated into our Sunday win. So it's Scoop and Rain, and we are live at Swifties. It's Utica Comets Insider. Genesee Street, 7 o'clock every single Monday. We talk to a player. We've got the Utica Green Men coming up in a little bit. And, of course, all brought to you by Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light Dilly Dilly. So do you have a preference? Does the team have a preference? And I already know the answer, but I almost feel like I have to ask this. Do you have a preference on who you play in the playoffs? Are you angling to, to, to win some games, to, to move your position around? It just You just play the games until you get there, and then you deal with it. 
Uh, I mean, I haven't been here long enough to know what team I want to play against, but obviously you want to give yourself the best chance to win, and that's moving higher and higher up the standings. So obviously we want to, to bump ourselves up a little bit, give ourselves uh, a better opportunity in the first round. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think there's a team we're, we're scared of. We just beat Toronto and we just beat... Uh, Wilkes-Barre, so we, uh, we know we can beat any team in this league. And you can clearly hang with Syracuse. The season series is split five on five now. They've got 41 wins. They're on a five-game winning streak. It seems like, a, to bring up that point again, the North Division overall, these teams are playing really well, but there's a lot of other teams that are fighting for playoff spots right now, and they're dealing with injuries, and they're dealing with PTOs, and it's just I, I think the team has to focus on what they need to do. So I guess the question is, what differentiates Trent Cole at this point in the year from the other coaches you've played with? In other words, his demeanor, the way that he talks to you guys, the way that he communicates in the locker room. Because I'm sure you've had a variety of different coaches in your career. Yeah, no, he uh, he's he's really intense. I like it a lot. Uh, everything we do is is kind of go go go, and it's a, it's a fun style to play. But at the same time, he's super professional with everything. He he communicates a lot better than a couple other coaches I've had so that's good you kind of know where you stand with things and he uh he treats everyone really well so it's it's he's a good coach to have is it a group is it in a group setting or does he take a lot of time to go one-on-one around the locker room I've noticed not all coaches do that no they don't and I mean he he's going to tell you when you're playing bad when you're playing good and he'll call you out in front of the team but he'll also uh sit down and have a meeting with you if he feels that necessary and and tell you where you stand so it's it's a good line of communication to have. Let's let him take a breath. Or no, you, know, you want to follow up? No, we'll get, we'll get back to that. Let's let him take a breath for two seconds. You've been here since you signed your PTO on March 1st. So roughly one month, four weeks in Utica. But obviously you're on the road a lot uh, outside of hockey. But where have you settled in? Who have you hung out with? Have you been in any restaurants? You always like to find out a little bit about what you do besides or what you like to do besides hockey. I mean, you're playing some video games. You're going out to the mall to see a movie. Uh, grabbing a bite to eat yeah, with the guys. Yeah, how do you guys. relax yeah, away you, from the rink? I mean, you you come here, you probably hold up in the hotel down the road, and, and you got to get out a little bit and breathe once in a while and get away from the rink. So what do you do? Yeah, uh, we're right down at the hotel there, the Radisson, the Utica Center Hotel, and uh, I hang out with most of the guys there. Uh, we'll, we'll pop over to the apartments that the guys and uh, hang out there, play a lot of video games. Uh, we're hot on Fortnite right now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, everybody's hot on I there, think right? that's, uh, yeah, I didn't even have to say it, but... We play probably way too much of that. Uh, <laughs> so we try to get out when we can. We pop around the mall, uh, eat at a different restaurant every night, it seems like. But uh, I think we've hit them all. So. It seems like every time I'm, on, I'm online, it looks like Joel LeBates tweeting his Twitch channel for everybody yeah. to join him to play Fortnite. Yeah, that's a, I just saw that today. Actually, that's a new thing. He's got live streaming his games. I haven't tuned into those yet, but I think that could be a... There you uh, go, Comets fans. Something to tune into. Oh, man, that's awesome. I, uh, yeah, I've got to watch that, too. That's got to be some fun. I've been meaning to. <laughs> it's got to be salty. That's all I have to say. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Utica Comets Insider. We're live at Swifties on Genesee Street. Scoop, Rain, and Zach Lynch of your Utica Comets. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street, it's Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Brought to you by Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light Dilly Dilly. I'm Scoop. Rain is here as well. And Zach Lynch of your Utica Comets. Good weekend for Zach. Goal on Friday, goal yesterday. I'm curious what Coach says to you, because forever here, even back in the Travis Green days, we heard about, well, we want to play five on five. We want to play five on five. 
but in a game like Friday night when maybe Wilkesbury and Scranton were kind of losing it a little bit and they get into the box, uh, special teams are important, you know, and power the power play. And you guys have been great on the penalty kill. Well, what has the, the coaching staff been saying to you of late about special teams? Well, obviously he wants us playing five-on-five. Five. Uh, we're a pretty good team five-on-five, five, uh, clearly, and when it comes to a game like Friday night when they got some, some guys running around doing some, some crazy things, uh, he just made it clear to, to let them keep doing it. There's no need to, to stick our noses in it, uh, let them take their penalties, and our power play will uh, we'll, we'll pay off there. But when it came down to it, uh, he, he said, let them keep running their mouths, let them keep doing that, and it, it turned out to pay off for us. Yeah, because they were losing it a little bit. I, we, you know, we got the Utica Green men here tonight, and they, they got into Tom Sestito's head, and the whole the Comets were into the Penguins' head in that game. Have you ever had a, a fan or, or something like that get into your head due to the heckling and the trolling and things like that, and where you've lost? Because usually, do you hear it or are you not normally? Uh, I mean... I haven't seen the green men. I haven't, I haven't been a part of that. I have not been on the, the other side of that, so I haven't had the, f- the full experience of, of, of heckling, I guess. So I can see how that could get in some people's head for sure, but I no, I have not lost my gasket like that. Were you guys aware that he kind of lost it and was squirting water at him on the bench or at that point in the game? I mean, did you guys know? Oh, oh I was watching the whole thing. I, yeah, that was that was good entertainment. Were you la- I mean, do you laugh on the bench? You just kind of ducked the head. What did uh, you guys talk? Talk and chirp about it or what? Well, no. I mean, we kind of just saw it as that he was losing control, and and that that was good for us. I mean, it, it, we were excited that he was going to take more penalties or sit in the box for a little bit longer. So, uh, we we try to hide your emotion on it, but obviously, see, seeing something like that is tough to not laugh at. Yeah. I, do, you, do you do you all then kind of know? Dig at him a little bit, or does coach tell you that, or is it just a you know a given? Uh, I mean, with a guy like that, sometimes it's better to not poke the bear. But uh, at the same point, it, it's it's good to to kind of stir him up a little bit if you want a couple more power plays, and and that's what it turned out to be. And and he kind of lost his mind a little bit. <laughs> he sure did. Zach Lynch is uh, with you to comments, and of course, talking to us in comments insider at ESPN Utica Rome. We're live at Swifties. It's scoop and rain. The green men are here. We're going to get their side of what we're talking about with Zach Lynch. If you don't know, if you weren't at the game on Friday against Wilkes-Barre Scranton, basically he he was squirting water from the penalty box and screaming at the green men who were on the other side of the ice. So Kind of just giving a shrug. At least that's all I, I you know. You know for, besides what they normally do, maybe they're bump and grind a little bit, you know, which is was hilarious, I think. 4,000 people and it's a couple of Kermits down there on the side of the ice, you know what I mean? Oh, man, we got to get to the bottom of this in a few minutes. But so do, do you feel good about the team overall and the way they're playing? You guys are playing right now heading into these final nine games overall, top to bottom, all four lines defensively with everything going on. I also heard the reason I ask is because I heard uh, there's a potential of like your Adam Gaudets and some of the guys coming out of college that might be slipping in for a few games. Uh, Jim Benning, uh, GM of Vancouver, has said that that's a possibility, and I know they're negotiating with Adam Gaudet right now. Are you guys good to go right now, or are you ready to absorb that the team can absorb uh, some fresh blood, so to speak? Yeah, I mean, the team is definitely on the right track right now. They're, we're, we're liking where we're at. Uh, obviously, you, you want those pieces to come in and, and guys to, to fill in when they get here. And if, if some guys come down from Vancouver, there's obviously 
welcoming. That's what they, they want here. And uh, so it, it's guys like me and, and us that are just filling in for when we can and doing what we can with our time. And we'll see uh, what, what guys come down and, and what if our role changes or what we have to do at that point. So right now the team's on a, on a, on a good run, on a, on a good track. And uh, you just take it day by day. Whatever whatever players come down or whatever you added to the lineup, you just do what you can. Scoop, I'm always amazed by the humbleness, the humble nature of hockey players in general, more so than other sports. It's really amazing the, the deference that's always there. The reverence for the sport. For the sport and, and for your teammates. It always seems like you're rooting for others to succeed. You don't see some of the pettiness. For example, perfect example in football, Odell Beckham Jr. is now wanting to hold out and not, you know. The Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, my, you know, the Isaiah Thomas thing and all that earlier this year. The teams don't always get along so great. Yeah, not, not as many hockey players are posting selfies and, and, and repping their skate brand or their stick. You know, things like that. I mean, it's just there just seems to be more of that in hockey, that support inside of the locker room and for your teammates to do well. In other words, you're the guy on the PTO that might get scratched for a game. You're okay with that, and you're going to cheer on your guys, and you're not feeling jealous or bitter or anything like that. And, and I've always respected that about hockey players. Yeah, we're a different breed. I mean, everyone just wants to win games and win championships and and i mean it it comes down to chemistry and you need that to win and everyone i think understands that and that's why you kind of build around each other like that and you do your role if your role changes you you just stick to your new role and, and, and fight on and that's what it takes to win games and win championships with zach lynch now you haven't been here all year long but there have been games where the Comets came out of the gate and were a little slow. Took a while to catch fire, took a while to get going. However, Friday night and Sunday night, it was the exact opposite. To your eyes, what did the Comets do right in those games to get out to those big leads and a good start and score first? Well, it's it's kind of been a point of emphasis on uh, good starts these, this past weekend. Definitely, uh, we made it a point in the locker room and the, the start was huge for us and uh, that's just getting pucks in, getting pucks in the net, and, and working our tails off, and it paid off for us in those games. You know, when you're playing Wilkes-Barre Scranton, you got out to that 3 nothing lead, but I was telling people, these guys are good. They could score two goals in 90 seconds, and they're a dangerous team, so you just you kind of want to keep piling it on if you can do it. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a team you definitely want to get out ahead on. You don't want to be chasing a team like that. So to get a good start against teams like this, especially coming down to the playoffs, starts are huge. You a Penguins fan? Yeah, good. Uh, so back yes. in the day. Yeah, yeah I From was. Pittsburgh, I definitely right? yeah, I definitely grew up watching the Penguins. Right now you're obviously a Vancouver Canucks fan and I know that has to kind of be that way. But Crosby, how do you deal with that man cuz like every he's the the Grayson Allen of the NHL. He is so universally despised and I don't The Grayson Allen is the Sidney Crosby of Duke. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, but I don't know why you know I, I know why but then you step back and if you keep it real and and you look at him, he's amazing. He's an amazing hockey player. But obviously, is that somebody you maybe modeled your game off of? We always like to find out who yeah, your, some, your heroes in the game Some of the Penguins you grew up idolizing. Oh, well, I mean, it was tough to not love anyone but Sidney Crosby. I mean, the way he played the game and the way he carried himself off the ice. I am obviously completely biased. I see some remarks out there from the green men, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't see why people can hate him other than if 
they don't have them on their team. But uh, he's definitely a good role model to, to look up to, yeah, from he, my side at least. He gets that, that America decides they don't like the Patriots or Tom Brady or America hates the, the Yankees or whoever it is. There's always those. Everybody, Canada loves Sidney Crosby, that's for sure. Every, yeah, Canada definitely does. Everybody hates uh, the Dallas goal. Cowboys except their fans. It's crazy. Uh, what about what about other sports teams? I mean, I'm, you're going to have to go down the line and assume that maybe if you, in football it's the Steelers and things like that. Yep. Uh, the Pirates. Big Pirates fan. Huge Pirates fan. Yeah. Baseball as yeah. well. Yeah. They're struggling, though. Yeah. You, you go to games in the offseason? You still oh. live in the area? Yeah. PNC Park uh, in Pittsburgh is one of the best ballparks I recommend. Anyone who can get out to that field. It's definitely the top five in the league. The bridge that comes across, oh, yeah. and the, you walk, you park, you walk in. It is. It's beautiful. I've never been personally, but I've seen it on TV. Yeah. That, that is one of the ones I want to go to. Oh. Some guys maybe that were not Pittsburgh Penguins uh, hockey players that you idolized growing up. I mean, Or was it all Penguins just because you're from Pittsburgh? I mean, it, I, I just liked the game a lot. I, I loved watching all hockey players. I didn't really follow one or two players. I just kind of watched the game. I watched the Pens a lot. Uh, I was fortunate enough to see a couple championships from them and a couple more in these past few years. So uh, just more of a fan of the game than players. What is your favorite moment in your career as a hockey player? Or, do you, or do you, a couple of them or something stand out perhaps? No, I mean, winning uh, our college conference championship was definitely the best rush I ever had on, on the ice and then that took us in the, to the NCAA tournament, which was a lot of fun. Uh, good experience, not a good ending in the first game, but uh, that, that whole year was a lot of fun for me. Is it Bob Miller? Was that the voice of the Pens? Am I wrong? Am I the wrong broadcaster? I'm not sure. I, I could look that up. Do you remember? No. His, yeah, you got the hockey Bible over there. Uh, Mike Lang. Who is it? Mike Lang. He's like he's notorious for some of his calls, yeah. like a uh, top show or top corner, like a postage stamp and oh, things like he's, that. He's got all kind of. All kind of crazy stuff. I know I screwed up the name, but but I remember a couple of years ago reading something about him, and he is like a, a rock star, from my understanding, in, in Pittsburgh. Not living in the city or growing up there. I know you could address that more, but am I wrong? No, he, he is well-known all around the city. Uh, I... We would turn off the TV, uh, mute the TV, and turn on his calls on the radio when we would watch the games growing up. So, uh, yeah, he, he had some crazy sayings and just, like, kept the game really exciting. And uh, definitely a huge part of my hockey growing up was listening to Mike Lang. You ever hear him in your head calling one of your goals or something? Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing to have, like, a, a voice like that be able to do that for you? I have not imagined that. Uh, it's tough to do with how off the walls his, his calls are, but... Would you possibly imagine that when you're watching a replay of the game or some film? I mean, I imagine when you're out there on the ice, you're just focused on the game, you know. But maybe right. later uh, you, you hear that voice, maybe not even with one of your goals, but somebody else's goal. No, it, it's his voice is just kind of unique on its own. and uh, That happens on occasion that somebody decides to turn on the jukebox while we're here. It was uh, dubstep the, the very first time it happened, so we had a bit of a party if we had a scroll play here. <laughs> I, I could go for some Skrillex right now. Yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, deal with that. A little 
Is this is that Tracy Chapman? It's a you like pretty good song. You care for this? It's a decent song. <laughs> I was going to ask. Uh, we'll see if they can shut that off. I, I was going to ask. Uh, did you fill out brackets? Do you got you and the guys on the team do brackets and everything like that? Oh, yeah. Who'd you pick in your final four? Probably not Loyola Chicago. I don't want to talk about it. Really, it's right. that bad. Huh? It was ended in the first round. So your final four are blown out. Well, I took Virginia to win it, so they lost game one. Yeah, I had them. I had them pick deep too. Oh, who else? Uh... I had Michigan State. Okay. They're out second round. Yeah, Q's beat them, which I was happy about. And then I just stopped looking at my bracket. Yeah. <laughs> Loyola Chicago so far has just destroyed everybody. This, every year there's always some crazy games and upsets, but this year seems, I mean, this is insane. Three of the four are marquee names, but then anything can happen in sports, so you never know. As a hockey player, Zach, because we're getting close to wrapping things up with you here. What do you hope to accomplish this year as a Comet, as a hockey player, to get yourself on the map with the Vancouver Canucks or possibly another team? What are you looking to do with your game? How do you hope to grow this year? Uh, right now I'm just taking it day by day. Like we said, anything can change numbers-wise. Uh, I don't know where I'll be at this weekend or, or next weekend, so I'm taking it day by day, uh, just trying to do whatever I can to help the team wherever I'm at in the lineup or, or not. So at, at this point, it's, it's pretty day by day. It's just, it's just crazy. keep scoring goals and getting assists, so you'll be fine. Yeah, it's a crazy way to – it's it's so so different than having an AHL deal or a two-way deal because you don't know. And is there a set number of games when you're on a PTO that you get, or is it basically they sign you and, and you can go at any time? Right, yeah. It's at any point, though, no set games or anything. I think it's 10, right? Isn't it 10 games and they could sign you to another one? I don't know. How does that work? I, th- I thought it was a time period, like a, a month and a half or two months. Okay. And then, then they just re-sign you to another one. or, or Andy Zilch will text me in a second. I yeah. Think. I don't know the... Uh, I leave that up to my agent, all that stuff. <laughs> You're probably better off than you just focus just on play. what you do on the ice. Well, based on this this weekend with a couple of goals, you keep playing like this. I don't think you're an immediate casualty of anything. They're going to keep throwing in that lineup because you're producing. Uh, that's outstanding. This is Zach Lynch. Thank you very much for taking some time coming down here to Swifties and talking to us. I hope it wasn't that painful. No, that was fun. Thanks Good luck for in me, Rochester guys. Wednesday night. You're more than welcome to hang out and get a little bit of the behind-the-scenes information to go relay it to the boys in the locker room uh, tomorrow at practice. I assume you guys are back on the ice and that today off. Yep. Uh, they're, they're creeping behind you, behind them right now. We're getting some pictures. This is like the a penalty box. They're outside the glass here. We'll, sh- we'll share all that. We'll get a good story for you. The, the green man and the other green man in the house tonight here at Swifties. Zach Lynch, Utica Comments. Thank you. Uh, thanks uh, once again. We'll be back live from Swifties on Genesee Street in downtown Utica with the Troublemakers. That's next. Broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street, this is Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Did you get a text from Zilchi yet correcting us? I have not yet. All right, we'll look out for that. Maybe he's not actually. He's usually listening when he's not here, but we'll find out. So ESPN Utica, Rome, Utica Comets Insider, live from Swifties on Genesee Street in downtown Utica, brought to you by Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light, Dilly Dilly. Thank you very much to Zach Lynch. It, it just never ceases to amaze me, Scoop, how great the players on this roster are character-wise. It's a quality bunch of guys. It seems to be that way every year, but like, I really sense a genuine camaraderie with these guys. Uh, and, you know, it, it, the guys, the PTO guys that come in, they get absorbed into the family really quickly. 
and made to feel like, hey, this is where they want to be. It's the craziest year I ever remember watching any form of hockey at the Utica Auditorium or the ABC with the volume, the number of players. It's ridiculous. You don't have time. You don't have time to not get along with somebody with the turnover. It's <laughs> like, all right, we got to make a new friend. It just seems like that's constantly what has to happen. We have the uh, Utica Green Men with us now. Uh, the Utica Green Man and the other Green Man. Uh, they are loaded up with microphones. And you were, uh, you got a lot of eyes on you every night at the game, but you had a lot of eyes on your Friday night with Tom Sestito squirting a water These bottle. These guys are you. pros, man. They've been on the radio a lot, too. Yeah, Friday was a, was a different beast, that's for sure. Yeah, it was something different, something special. It, it was a unhinged sort of crowd as well, too. It was. It was. I think everybody wanted to uh, sort of, the the Comets game was almost pre-gaming to watch the Orange game later that night. Mm -hmm. I think people, because we saw a lot of SU shirts in the house Friday night. And people were loud. Yeah, that was one and of the loudest, most exciting games, did, I think, of all year. Did Sestito get mad because of the orange and green clashing? Was that why he got so upset? Because he really shouldn't wear those two well, colors together. You know, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe he's like a bull when it comes to those colors and just fires them up. It could yeah. be. What, what set him off from your perspective? I mean, uh, it, it doesn't happen very often that he, you well, get I mean, into a guy's head. Get there, even before we get there, I mean, the penalty that he took to get in the box in the first place was one of the most ridiculous penalties I think I've seen a guy take on the ice. I mean, the player's got his back to him, and you come right up behind the guy and cross-check him like that. So, you know, I said some words to him like I normally do to somebody who usually I keep it PG no matter what uh, because I have gotten gotten yelled at before. Um, (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Right. Um, Anyways, yeah. So I I said a few words to him just, you know, said basically what was true that he was cheap shotting and that you know once he's always and once he's a cheap shot artist he's always been one he always will be one and this is the kind of crap that won't cut it in the nhl and next thing i knew after that last comment i started i got soaked that was that set him right off yeah they after that he was that's he just became unhinged he didn't stop is no. there a chance though being from rome obviously in such close proximity Maybe he's a little bit more keyed up for a game Maybe here. I, oh, I'm sure. I think it has to do with the animosity he has towards the Vancouver organization for sending him to the AHL because then he had no interest in being here when he came down, and that's why they sent him home for the year instead of just releasing him. Um, I still think he carries that animosity, and that's a big reason why he gets the reaction that he does in the odd, which is primarily booze. That's interesting. Oh, all, I feel like we're, we're running a gossip column, <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah, you never know. His brother's uh, his brother's back in the area after a, a pretty successful career. Obviously, the last couple yeah. years over yeah. in Russia, we've had him on before. So cool. I heard. But you guys, you guys will chirp at any number and Anybody. players that oh, are in everyone. the penalty box. We get laughs and they or ignored, and they everyone. don't get unhinged like that. No, no. That, that's why. That's why I think he came into that game with a chip on his shoulder already. Because yep. I've said. Worst, I, that wasn't even nearly the worst I've ever been it in the five years. Wasn't. <laughs> it, I, it, the first two years, I was a completely more, way more unhinged than I am now. Um, so I've said way worse to people over the years. And the fact that he started feeding into it from the first comment. Usually the guys will just kind of laugh it off and sit down. But as soon as he started feeding into it, I'm like, you know what? This is going to be really easy to get under his skin. And, I mean, we run through a thing every game. where I mean, we're out there during, during warm-ups doing our thing, you know. And we come back over. We do a little scouting report. I come back over. I'm like, hey, you know. 
uh, number mm-hmm. 19 out there. We got his attention. Yeah. You know, 23, he's another one. They get in the box. We got him. We already got him. We're, you know, we're inside their head. We didn't even have to say anything about Sestito. I mean, no. we know we got him. Yeah. I mean, a little bit in the warm-ups, you know, we just saw him. And I think he just kind of, st- you know, tapped his stick against the glass. Something that's plenty of players do. I wouldn't have second. I would not have thought that from what that happened in warm-ups, no. that what actually happened when yeah. he was in the box. <laughs> you got to love it, man. You got to love it. So the Utica Green men are here tonight. T- You're a gif now, you know, yeah, or a gif, however you want to say it. But it was, that was that's kind of cool. That, like go, that's yeah to go on to Twitter and see, you know, that passed around. Oh yeah, know? especially like the the Vancouver Green Men. They're they're not active at the games anymore, but they're still very active on social media. Oh like, yeah, they were retweeting it and calling and shouting us out and stuff. Like that was that I was saw that and I was like, things. how the heck did these guys hear about it? They're yeah. out in Vancouver. How did they get that? All the way out there already? During the game, before the GIF even got online the next day, he was getting text messages about... My buddies from out in Syracuse going, hey, I hear you're in Sestito's head. Keep it up, man. Yeah, Yeah, you guys, I mean, it was like a social media explosion around here. It was pretty funny. He, He has that reputation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the league. It is not just when he's playing here against Vancouver. We got to take a quick break. We're going to get a little bit more background on this. Utica Greenman, Tom Sestito, water bottle squirting heard <laughs> around the world. Comets Insider, ESPN, Utica Romans, Rain and Scoop, and we'll be right back. Broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street, this is Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop on ESPN Radio, Utica Rome. Brought to you by Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light Dilly Dilly. It is Scoop, Rain, and the Utica Green Man. We had Zach Lynch on of your Utica comments earlier. All this will be podcasted later. Look for us on social media. We'll pass it around. It was the water bottle squirt heard around the world. And uh, you guys are saying off the air here that people after the game literally wanted to shake your hand, get pictures, which always happens a little bit. Right. But it was to a new it level. It was a different level. Yeah. Friday yeah. night. When you yeah. got, we got people coming up during the game as well and just like sit, talk, you know, so every now and again, it's just like, hey, you know, give them heck guys or whatever. But it was that was the first time I can remember people coming up and being like, that was awesome. Like, thank you for that. Or, you know, some of that. And, and to your credit, I loved your reaction to the whole thing. It's, it's not like we can see your faces, mm. but you kind of just you kind of just stood there almost incredulous. Like what was going through your head? When that happened, your heads. What did you both think? I mean, I, I thought you were just kind of surprised. Uh, well, like the funny thing was, is actually before that is when they had called. He, Tom Sestito requested security down for the penalty box, and the cop was already down there when he squirted the water, and the cop had already said everybody calm down, including like he yelled it over to the penalty box area. And so when he squirted the water, I was just like, you just told everybody to calm down 30 seconds ago. And I was just standing there at that. We were both pretty yeah. content with everything right. that had happened. So you had been advised by law enforcement yes. to settle down. Oh, yeah. He grabs, that explains better. that reaction He grabs right my there. shoulder. He grabs my shoulder and he goes, hey, tell your buddy don't do that. I'm like, hey, dude. You know, the cops, the cops say, you yeah. know, calm it down a little yeah, bit. But we're if like, you look, all right, cool. If you and look then, at the GIF, though, after he squirted the water... You, I'm talking to green men, the taller of the two, you were kind of still slithering on the, you kind of oh, went right yeah. up and slithered on the glass some more. That's, that's, that's what we do, on. you know, and, and that's yeah. our job. And to give, and to give that cop credit, um, he did tell us to calm down and everything, but Sestito, cause he was in there for, you know, 12, 10, 12 minutes, whatever it yeah. was, he jawed at us the whole time. And if he was jawing at us, the cop would let us jaw right back at him. Non-stop. And actually for the most part, he was just, he was saying something I can't hear unless I put my ear right to the opening. I can't hear a word he's saying. So I would just respond back and I would just mouth. I wasn't even saying anything. Just, and I know it's not good radio, but I was doing that. So he was talking to you all that time. Oh, the whole time. The, uh, 
the guy in the penalty box said the because he you know he usually sits down and might have a chat say a word or two. See, he I, said the entire time he would not stop talking because I saw the guy in the penalty box kind of give you a hand like you yeah. know hey back up yeah you know. yeah no it, we have a really good relationship with him and so he he's like if we start getting a little too much you just kind of you know calm it down a little bit and we're good you know he's been in there for all five years as well as we've been there. So. Did the police officer in question say anything to you afterwards? No, no, no. no. Once the Cedar was gone, and I will say gone. though, I will say this: it was the first time where I'd seen a penalty where. The guy takes a penalty, comes over to the box, you know, the ref skates over, you know, assesses the penalty or whatever, and then, you know, go about the game. The ref came back to the penalty box and had to open the door twice to tell him, all right, look, well, I mean, they, he gave him the 10-minute misconduct after, mm-hmm. after the water bottle thing, he came back over, and he had to come over again, tell him, look, calm it down. And then, again, the first time I'd seen this, the captain of the Penguins, Kostopoulos, had to come over into the penalty box and say, dude, look, don't keep it quiet or you're going to get fined. Yeah. Get yourself you know, together. Calm it down. Yep. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Wow. So that's a little badge of pride right there. Yeah. It, it, man, I think it was just an avalanche of emotion. A oh, glass yeah. case of emotion yeah. got a hold of Tom Sestito. It was uh, absolutely the perfect storm, I wait, believe, that happened that night. Yeah. There's nine games left. Are they back here again? Who's that? Uh, no, no, that, that was, was the last, last time. Yeah, yeah, that was the last time we see him. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that absolutely sucks. I wish we could get... What's his name in the penalty box? The guy that works there. I think it's Kevin. Is it Kevin? Kevin. Oh, yeah. I oh, wish. Yeah. I wish we could oh. get an account of of what was said in there. Oh man, it just we yeah, all of his stories. We over probably the couldn't have great. the story told on the radio. Yeah, you're it sounds right. like it was a very colorful language. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I said, the last five years, I'm sure he's got tons of them. Oh yeah, some guys, things the guys have said. Well, I will tell you this: it's a good thing that in you know day to day life, you guys aren't in the green suits because <laughs> he's never going to know you if he comes across you on the street. Yeah, it's the the shroud of anonymity. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I wonder what he would do. Well, you, you we, guys probably don't we, want to imagine. We, we heard, we heard. I was on the, the way out. Yeah. yeah, we heard through the grapevine that he was signaling at one point for his brother and his friends to, I don't know, kick our butts after the game. So I mean, if if we really bothered him that much that he would have a posse come after us, I mean, like, right. come on, dude, get a little bit thicker. We're skin, walking out, so. or I'm walking it's out like, of the arena that night. I don't think Tim East would Coast, do that. West Coast rap wars going on. Yeah, here. exactly. There's <laughs> fans telling me, "Hey, uh, Sestito's brother's looking for you." Yeah. No, I, I, I doubt that. His brother. They might have been joking. Yeah. Right. Well. His brother. But is. hey, when we're walking out in a pitch black arena after the game, I'm sorry, I can't see whole, uh, very well after that. That's it's kind of a threat. You don't has anybody lightly. else come unhinged like that? No, no never, in the penalty not, box. Not, not even. No, I mean nothing approaches no. that. No, not, I can't even think of anything that would remotely touch that. And to that point, I just I, I want to say, you know, Tim, if you're listening for whatever, uh, <laughs> or Tom, if you're listening for whatever reason, no hard feelings, man. No, you know, I mean, this is what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. Five years now, you know, I mean, sure, there's numerous guys across the league, all-star games, people come up to us, you know, hey, you guys are great. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if no he, hard feelings. Yeah, there was nothing personal attached to that at all. Well, and Tim, his brother Tim is, like, a really nice guy. He's a class act. Like, I've talked to him a couple times. I just can't imagine. He'd be like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to go with this <laughs> right. I'm just going to go home with the wife and the kids and hang out yeah. and do my thing. Yeah, he's... He's not going to do that. that I think, a very I think interesting s- night for you, fellas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But don't yeah. you think? I think even Tom Sestito, <laughs> after the game, takes a shower, calms down. I, I, don't, I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 don't I always know. think back to the road to the Winter Classic when he was jawing at the entire New York Rangers bench when he was a fresh AHL call-up. So, I mean, is does he really calm down ever? So, I don't know. It's interesting. And he might just think that's 
his Kids, edge. Don't look yeah. at that video, by the way, because it's not uh, <laughs> not appropriate. Yeah, not language. PC. Oh boy, hey, man, I don't know. I love what you guys do. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, thank the, you. The GIF was fantastic. We're glad you came down here and cleared that up, We're bringing a little bit of spice to the game of hockey. Yeah, you so often don't do. get the uh, you often don't get the inside story to stuff like this. So <laughs> it was great to have you down here. Scoop, I'm Rain. This is Comments Insider on ESPN Utica. We'll be back down here next Monday at 7 o'clock. Scoop, let's go. Go Comets!